we got to we got to keep moving. Now look at number two. So the first one is, how do you love your wife? You give yourself for her. The second one here is found in verse 28. So, so ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. This is really interesting to me how this is worded. How are you going to do this? How is a man going to love his wife as his own body? All right, now, I think I just it's simple. You tend to her needs just as attentively as you do to your own bodies. Okay? That's how you do it. You think about how you tend to yourself to, to pamper, to improve, to keep clean, to all the things you do for your, and we're not talking self here, your body. Your body of flesh, because y'all are one flesh. Look at how you care. You nourish, you cherish, you, when it suffers, you care for it. When your body's really in a lot of pain, you try to do something to remedy it. You feed it. You try to be healthy. You give full care to yourself. You want your body to be strong. Guess what God's saying? All these things you ought to be doing for your wife right there. Not her body, her soul. So God says, look at your soul of your wife and her life and care for her life like you do your own flesh. That's what God's saying. I think it's a beautiful thing to see. If you'll see it that way, I think it can really help you a lot. All right. So what does that mean? Hey, without the body, a man has nothing. Without your health, you've got nothing. Right? Hey, without the body, you're headed to heaven. It's over anyway. So now, since you have to have this essential thing of the body within the marriage, you've got to have the same aspect with your wife. I got to thinking, I just wrote this down. You know, loving your wife is likened to an athlete who prepares his body optimum fitness and ability and training so that he can master in sports whatever game he's about to play. He's doing it to win. He's doing it to be his best. He's he's What's he doing? He's improving his body and bodybuilding. Whatever it is, you're supposed to be doing that with your own wife's life. It's like into a builder who trains his body to do certain things. You know, some, some pen, men can't drive a nail. Some men can drive one when one hit. They train themselves to do that, right? Why do they do that? They want to be a master builder. They want to build something great. They want their body to be able to build a, a nice building, a nice, whatever they're building. We all, marriage is the same thing. You ought to be able to be putting, your wife ought to be the builder, the body to make things happen. And you're building a marriage together. It's like a fighter who trains to master another person, right? He's going to train his body and I mean he's going to try every type of uh, situation to go through. He wants to master others and win battles. You know you're supposed to be looking at life this way. I'm, used, I'm, I'm, I'm working my wife in a good way to win battles with me. Not to fight her every day of my life. That's not the point. She's going to help me win battles. She's going to help me serve the Lord. 
Verse 29, he said, no man ever hated his own flesh. They nourish it and they cherish it. You know, it's interesting about this because I look at it two ways. Men either do two things when they cherish their bodies. They either uh, try to get optimum health and try to stay healthy, or they just let it go and they indulge in the and they indulge and let it all fall apart. Now that's not the end of love is to have your health fall apart. Love is to bring a strong end. It all has to do with an end. That's what I'm trying to say, men. It all has to do with an end, a future. You're working now for a future benefit later. So let's look at the last one here because we're out of time. Look, look down here at verse 31. Now next week, well, uh, our next lesson in this, we're going to talk about Christ in the church because that's the truth here. He said in verse 32, I speak concerning Christ in the church. That's the doctrine, what Christ did for us and through us and what's happening with, between Christ and His church. But we learn from this how to run the family and how to run a marriage properly. So in verse 33, it says, Nevertheless, no, verse 31, I'm sorry. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife and they too shall be one flesh. How are you going to love your wife? You leave others and you cleave only to her. Now, this is really hard to do for mama's boys, isn't it? Can't leave mama. Can't, you know, they just can't. God said you've got to separate from your family and start a new family. So there's a separation and there's an adherence there. I'm separation, separate from the old. I'm adhering to the new. And home is defined by this, where the wife is, not where mom and pop are. You know, <laughs> think about that. Where is home to the young man? Hey, my wife and me, that's our home. I know I understand. Hey, we're going home for the holidays. I understand that. You're going to your old home. You have your new home. You have your new life now. Does that make sense? All right. So, hey, the church left the world to be with Christ. It says it. We forsook this world for Him. And He sees her standing at the altar, Psalm 45. Read it someday. And how, how pleased He is that she left family and everything. Some people had to give up all for Christ, which, by the way, wasn't that much after all, was it? Because look at the gain they got. And, he, and the, the testimony there in heaven is just absolutely wonderful. So you have this new life. You know, the Bible says, and we can look at this later, but Habakkuk 2.5 talks about it gives stability to the man at home. A marriage gives stability to the man. He's not roaming the streets. He's home stable and he gives rest unto the wife. So the man has stability, the wife has rest. It makes a wonderful picture and a proof of love. All right. So uh, I'm, I'm finished. I could have said a whole lot more, but we're out of time. Now in verse 32, he says, this is a great mystery. And I want us to look at it this way. Your marriage is the greatest picture of, what a per, of showing what heaven could be. You know, there's a verse in the law, I think it's in Deuteronomy, that says you can have days 
of heaven on earth. Every once in a while you get a little glimpse of what it might be like in heaven. We don't get much. We just get this little glimpse. Some, your greatest days ought to be wrapped in that right there. Husband and wife. The relationship of husband and wife because it's a God-ordained institution and it's a sneak preview of heaven. And you have two sides there in verse 33. The man loves his wife as himself. And the wife sees that she reverences her husband. You know, what's, you know what? I'll, I'll give you one last line based on this. If the man will love his wife even as himself, like it says, and she will reverence her husband, you're going to fulfill why you got married in the first place. The whole reason you did it is going to come to fulfillment. If both will do this. And we pray and ask the Lord for grace to help us to do these uh, daunting tasks. Right? Hey, where there's a willing mind, God will give you grace and do it. He'll help you. Amen. I fully believe that. I fully believe that. All right. Have a wonderful week.